folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, the podcast that takes a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton along with Mike Hanford. Congratulations! <laughs> yes, and Tim Galpakis. What is up? All right. <laughs> wow, we really did it. Wow. This is a big one. A one-year anniversary. Slash birthday. Slash birthday. We yeah, should decide what? now. Are we calling them birthdays or anniversaries? Anniversary. Yeah. So this is the anniversary of us wedding together for our podcast. <laughs> One year of the Sloppy Boys podcast. Did you guys think we would make it? Uh, yeah, I did because I realized pretty quickly that I was like, oh, we can sustain this. This is a sustainable show. It's a sustainable model. Yeah. It's a sustainable podcast. The sustainability oh, is a yes. whole thing, I think. Right. Yes. And the younger generation loves that stuff. They want to know that their products that they consume are sustainable. Yeah. And as part of the younger generation, I completely feel that. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, we know. It's so yeah. cool for you to take time out of your day of um, uh, razor scootering around the mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. mm-hmm. Around the outside of the mall. Yeah. That's how much energy this young man has. <laughs> and don't forget your Yu Gi Oh! Yeah, yeah, I know what that is. What's mm-hmm. that? It's like something kids used to do like 10 years ago, 15 what? years ago. <laughs> what are those things called? It's like the uh, scooter with the, just the one big wheel in the middle and the two... One wheel. Oh, no. Hoverboard. No, it's, it's not It's like a hoverboard, hoverboard, but it's one big tire in the middle. Yeah, a hoverboard, you're not going straight. You're going like sideways like a skateboard. Yeah, I think yeah. it's called yeah. a one wheel. A one wheel. I saw one of those recently around here, and the guy was riding it, and then I was like, hey, look at that, and then he fell and ate shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so funny when someone is like, I'm doing a weird thing, and then they fall. Dude, yeah. are like, well, that's the problem with weird things. I was editing a video, and uh, one of the dudes who worked at the company uh, had a one wheeler, and like that's how he got to work and stuff. Uh-huh. He was also a camera operator and was doing steady cam work uh-huh. on the one wheeler. And look, the footage looked cool. And then one day he came in, broke an arm, mm-hmm. and I saw the footage that broke his arm. Oh. <laughs> and it was like he, he fell. He was like recording. He was shooting footage in a farmer's market or a flea market. Okay. And you can just see. It's funny when you see uh, an accident happen, but it's on a steady cam, So it's just like it's not nearly as satisfying as you want it to be. Because it's like, yeah, he, he, he fell and hit the ground. But it, How'd you it break looks, your arm? It's all smooth. <laughs> glided into the ground. That looks appealing. What are those? There's also those one wheel things where the people are facing straight. And it's just like a big wheel. That's oh, I haven't seen that. I've oh, seen that. Yeah, I mean, even the initial hoverboards, whatever they call them, the fact that you're standing and going straight like you're skiing, yeah, looks so strange. It's yeah, really unnerving. To is, me. I went on a hoverboard once and bit it almost immediately. They're heavy, right? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to carry them around though. You ride them. Oh, yeah, you ride. You ride it. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing on the hoverboard? Oh, there was one at the Funnier Die office, and I said, "Let's oh, try say, that that's, out." That's the first time like everybody I knew was like, "Yeah, there's one at Funnier Die." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should probably uh, talk to my legal counsel about that. I had a bruise. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if I get some uh, back end ice. Uh, so we're celebrating a one year anniversary mm. birthday now. We <laughs> why is there we decided we decided. Yeah. Uh, there was never really a reason for the confusion. And now <laughs> we're fucked. I don't agree with it. Uh, so a tiki confusion. <laughs> you know when you have an anniversary, you do like the first year. You buy a paper gift for someone. Does that ring a bell? Oh, I've heard of it. This yes. is this is similar to something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. But mm. it's. Kind of. This is after the wedding, though. Oh, but it's wedding related. It involves. Yes. It involves that, that we agree on. The well. wedding we... must be have had have had happened. So a wedding you've had. The, <laughs> the first year is paper, but this this list I have a little list here, uh, and then it has like the modern theme. So traditional theme is paper. Modern theme is clocks. Mm. Mm. The uh, 
the Coldplay song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can mm-hmm. sing that and record it for your signif- sig of. Uh, these are funny just looking at like, the second, I'm not going to do both of them, but second is cotton, then leather, then fruit and flowers. So, sorry, this is so like year three, four, f- and five? Like yeah. every yeah, yeah. every year? So like year two, you buy some like what, your wife a cotton dress? <laughs> yeah. Wedding What's dress. What's your size? Some cotton briefs. <laughs> then a leather dress? Yeah, leather dress. Ooh, which Wait, which uh, anniversary is leather? Leather is three. Ooh, that's when you want to spice things up. If we make it three years, we should become leather daddies. Yeah, <laughs> no. we'll do three that. Three leather daddies. Three leather daddies. <laughs> the uh, I, I like six is iron. Ooh, iron daddies. Mm. Uh, aluminum. These are good. Lace. Aluminum. Mm-hmm. Silverware. Oh, furniture is one. That lace one kind of got me horny. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Well, these are great. Uh, one of I think that you know fiftieth is gold. We're not going to make that. 60th is diamond. Jesus Christ. Do you think in 60 years podcasts will still be around or will everyone be doing Samsung Galaxy casts? <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's going like, to be a hologram mm-hmm. somehow. Maybe we'll get back to books. You got something funny to say with your friends? You write all, you all write in a book and you send mm-hmm. it out. Oh, email, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, probably in 60 years, email will be big. I wonder, it is fun to think about the future of podcasts. Mm-hmm. It seems like everything just gets more and more like immediate. Mm-hmm. And so I do wonder, I'm not, I'm not at all attracted to like, so-and-so is going live. Oh, yeah. uh, or, I love that or, when Instagram the, pops it up on your notifications, you're like, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm too shy to click on those because then they see me join. I don't want anyone right. to know I'm joining. Right. I need a Finsta. Is it, is it Facebook or Twitter that's like, um, at Tim Kalpakis is speaking? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's like, Twitter, I think. That's so weird. Because they're doing like a kind of like a clubhouse thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Clubhouse is the other thing, but it's, yeah. they just call it going live, I guess. Yeah. But fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, but I don't like. That's more of a Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, thing. screw it, man. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not surprised that th- that they, the big they, think it's going that way. It's like, oh, they want it now, now, now. It's live phone calls, but it just feels like a conference call to me. And anything live is going to have less viewers. It's cool that Instagram then like has it archived for a little while, but. You can't get people to do no, live. No, but Tim, they want to go back to Johnny Carson, you know? Oh, Johnny was the king. When he waved you over to that couch. Oh, yeah. my God. Who, no, he's not. Who's really big shoe? Who's that? Um, Ed Sullivan? That's Ed Carson. Sullivan. Ed Sullivini. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, I like being told the name and then putting the No, I don't understand that take. I said Ed Sullivan, and you made him uh, Italian? I don't know, Italian or Greek or something. Okay. Uh, Greek, Santorini, that's Greek. You mentioned Santorini. It's an island. An island. Greece, off Greece? <laughs> yes. There you go. Crete. Well, there you go. The I- island of Crete. Yeah. You know, you could trace my family back there if you want. To Crete? Mm-hmm. Do you know where they were from? I think Crete. Because <laughs> I saw a name of a <laughs> Just town. Just the whole Crete. I think that was like a version of, uh, of Kalpakis. I think Kalpakis means big hat town. <laughs> <laughs> and that certainly would apply to me. <laughs> if you see the, the, the head ornaments I wear, my God. <laughs> I like thinking of like the more... Greek version of the name Kalpak is like it's like Kalpakis the Staniakis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they changed it to Kalpakis at Ellis Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just not half this. Uh, Jeff, I I see you're sitting cross-legged. Yeah, sure am. I don't I don't do it. I can't do it. You don't like to sit on your feet. I don't think I can get my uh, feet up under my buns. Oh well, I do it when I sit at my computer. <laughs> Sneeze! The one you sneeze. Okay, continue. You were holding that for all (laughs) fifty-two episodes. Sorry, I was just trying to smell some pepper. (laughs) Plus the blowouts. 
Uh, I have bad posture all the time, oh, yeah, but especially I'm sitting at a everyone computer. Everyone does. It's text neck, baby. And uh, <laughs> yeah, ooh, yeah. But uh, so I sit, I sit uh, pretzel style, cross legged yep, at the Chris computer. Cross applesauce. And um, every time I stand up, my right foot is dead asleep, bag <laughs> of sand, no and good. it hurts. And I and I still do it. <laughs> um, I um, I have bad posture, and I bought a like a harness. This like five dollar thing off uh, oh, Amazon. I, I think my mom got me one of those. Um, it did for me. I, I it's funny because it for I thought it would help, but it's like a figure eight strap that I put my arms through and holds my shoulders back. But I couldn't get myself to wear it because it felt like misery. Yeah, like yeah. the movie Misery. There's that thing I see on uh, advertised on Instagram all the time. It's like a little buzzer you put, stick to your back. And if oh, you bend Dave over, Ferguson did that. It beeps. Oh, really? Yeah, and it just buzzed them all the time. And, and I think he stopped wearing it. So it just vibrates like, or something? You get like a little low-level shock, not like to hurt really? you, but it is It is like, uh, yeah, it's a like pulse. a little a little pulse. I, I think that I also, during the scoliosis check right. in like junior high or mm. whatever, you know, they go down the line of kids. And then when they did me, they were like, mm, stand over there. Ooh. And then... They came back to me and they were like, okay, so you don't have scoliosis, but you're definitely like... Something's going on. Something's there. up. Yeah, yeah. And you, you smell bad. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, so I do think that like my posture is bad, but also it's just kind of how I'm factory built. I, mm. I kind of came that way. Um, uh, you know what was bad when ki- ki- getting pulled aside out of the line like that? Mm. Uh, when you expect it to just be an easy check. Remember the kids? Uh, you ever have lice checks? Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't think we ever had like a scare, like a, anyone actually had it. Well, have you ever met Connie Van Leuven? <laughs> old Bughead? <laughs> Poor old bughead. Connie Van Leuven. We all walked through and then like, oh, Connie, maybe you come this way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't have bugs on my head, do I? Man, uh, especially as a kid, like it's the last thing. Yeah. You're and like that's, sixth grade, and you the last thing you want to be is different at all. And you're especially mm-hmm. if for a woman. Yeah, oh, poor Connie. Bad, uh, you know, Van Leuven, not a good lace situation, but Van Heusen is a beautiful brand of men's oh, yeah. sure. that we like to wear. I looked up some Van Heusens recently because I wanted a new white uh, button down, short sleeve button down. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Van Heusens were, I ended up getting an Amazon Essentials, if you can believe it. Fits oh. great. I look great in it. I feel great in it. I look great, so I feel great. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. But the Van Heusen, you look up the Van Heusens, they got new styles. Wow. <laughs> they're on the cutting edge. Yeah. They're hipper. <laughs> are they like a fact, are they like made for a store? The, like no, a they're Kirkland? On, it, uh, no, like like the club room is exclusive to Macy's. Uh, okay. Van mm. Heusen, they go rogue. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's an independent, independent company. I got a plenty, I got plenty of Van Heusens. Always yeah. have. Yeah. They must Van be, Heusen, they must be uh, affordable. I picture like a, a sort of a papery pale yellow. Van Heusen. Had a gray. Had a nice gray. I would say half my clothes. I checked the label. Van Heusen. <laughs> I love when I, I we found out that like Kirkland, the uh, Costco food brand, also made their shirts. <laughs> yeah. I see a lot of stuff at Costco that Kirkland refused to sign. He's like, nope, no <laughs> signature on this one. Yeah. This, <laughs> print it. <laughs> this one's going blank. Hey, uh, when you guys mentioned uh, the one year anniversary of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I last night I was, uh, you know, feeling a little sentimental about that, you uh, know? Oh, yeah. One year, <laughs> all the memories and all that. Yeah, sure. sure. Wish I could remember, but yeah, we made Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, you know, so, I, so I, I, I went, you know, I like to go for walks, you know, kind of when I'm feeling uh, in my feelings, yeah. basically. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. 
And, you know, for me, the place I'd like to go is to sort of like the Sunset Strip. I'll kind of walk down. Oh, right. Yeah, you do. I guess in the past year, yeah, you, you have brought a lot well, of I have A lot of major events in your life have happened on that strip. Big time. <laughs> so I was just kind of strolling, hands in the pockets, kind of like going with the breeze. And then, uh, but I kept, I, I, I finished the strip and then I went to the Vegas Strip. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you ran out of one strip, and you're like, well, I need more strip. Made it down the Vegas Strip, went to Broadway, kind of uh, strolled that. And then I find myself at the end of my stroll, (laughs) Bourbon Street, New Orleans. Like Forrest Gump. Exactly. I kind of went coast to coast. And I'm I'm, I'm strolling, and I'm just thinking, like, wow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Wow. How about all this, you know? One year of the podcast is like, whoa, whoa. What? How could I, how did I get so lucky? You know, yeah, you're taking stock. I love that. Yeah, and I just kind of thinking. Hey, Tim, did you ever cross any uh, pools of water that were so still that you could almost kind of see your smiling face smiling back at you? Yeah, I kind of I got blinded by my pearly whites at one point. <laughs> Shink. But you say, "Wow!" You look at that and you go, "That's nice." That's and so, nice <laughs> to look at. As I'm walking Bourbon Street, I see. I, I think I see this kind of uh, a figure approaching me. I say, uh, Louis Armstrong. What wow. the hell? Who I was under the impression that he had passed. Deceased. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been long deceased. But Fanta- hey, fantastic musician. Fantastic. He could blow that horn, I'm telling you that. I call him Satchmo. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably learned that from you. I heard you call him that. Um, but so so I, I, I approached him like, oh my, uh, what? You know? Yeah. My. And, and then uh, I, I kind of explained to him like my whole... Uh, feeling I was just like my kind of sentimental and just kind of thinking about the last year and yeah, all that's yeah. gone on and uh, and then I was like well how about you what do you think you know mm-hmm. uh, how, what are your feelings on the whole matter well, what do you say what do you say well, to you? He's, <laughs> what do you say like how do he speak to you about this well he turned to me uh-huh. mm-hmm. and he said this oh yeah that's one of his songs yeah I see chartreuse of green, falernum too, a month of vermouth for Jeff, Mike, and you, and I think to myself, what three wonderful dudes. (laughs) He's a listener. I see a Hawaii of blue, <laughs> blue and Russians of white, the bright yellow bird, yeah. the seltzery bud light, <laughs> and I think to myself, what three wonderful dudes. So sweet. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's really hitting that uh, S. The colors of the boozes. So pretty in Jeff's Instagrams are also in the tweets of listeners who tweet. I see friends shaking shakers saying, how should I shake? They're really saying, I love Tim. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They'll become slop heads and have a few technicolor yawns. And I think to myself, 
What three wonderful dudes. Aww. 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 Yes, aw. Aw. Yes, I drink from my shelf. <laughs> Tim's a wonderful Whoa. Greek. Oh. Okay. Wow, speaking of uh, the island of Santorini's and... Uh, yeah, he must Greek. have known all about my heritage. Can you believe that? What a sweet guy. What a sweet guy. And Man. I love that he he that song is iconic. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Love that song. And he must be a listener. Yeah, was that he a, said all that? Was that an original song? Um, yeah, he was kind of just like he said he was spouting that from the dome. Huh. Oh, I should mention that he when he he said all this to me, mm-hmm. um, I didn't record it. He recorded it on a tape and he put it in his uh, down in his uh, <laughs> vault. Uh-huh. Oh, and I snuck it. Yeah, to break I, in. Yeah, I broke in. I could put it down my pants and I snuck <laughs> it. <here>. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So that we can listen. That's, but yeah, I mean, it kind of makes you kind of proud. But, but even that, even that's yeah. like the traditional way of getting yeah. uh, some of the media that we have on this pod. He probably, yes. he, does he listen to the pod? I mean, he must listen because he's probably like, you know, Tim, I'm putting this in my vault tomorrow Tim, it's morning. Going, it's going in the vault. Yeah, yeah, like, the, okay. We you see know when you meet going. a listener of the show and they kind of gross you out like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm putting something in the vault. I hope you don't steal it. He's a little coy boy. a little coy boy. I get it, I get it. I'll steal it out and put it on my BVDs and BVTs. Fine, I'll dance for you. Would you do that, Tim, for me? <laughs> yes, and you Lou. can have a selfie, Lou. <laughs> you can have a selfie of Jeff. Man, that's some good stuff. That's mm-hmm. great. That's, that's, I love that. Sweet. It was sweet. Well, speaking of the one-year anniversary, mm-hmm. why don't we get to the, the drink to celebrate it all? Oh, this is a wow. good one. I'm excited. This is something that we... Uh, talked about, I think, on the first pod, the first ep. Damn. Yes? Yes. So that was precisely a year ago, approximately. Mm-hmm. Precisely yeah. approximately a year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've skipped a week of putting episodes out. Hell no. Right? No, we, yeah, we would never. And we're not going to. We never will. So picture it. <laughs> I bet if we listen to the first episode, we would think it sucks shit. Yeah, it probably does. Oh, hello? Oh, are these <laughs> things on? Oh. Is this so even okay that we're doing this, everyone? If I listen to this, I'll probably think it sucks shit. Okay. <laughs> Don't listen. Picture it. Yeah. I'm picturing. It's 2012. Mm. May 5th, in fact. Wow. 2012. Of, of wow. that year. Yes. 2012. 2012. Ah, the day after May the 4th. <laughs> That's right. Okay. May the 4th. Be with you. 2012. On the 5th. May 5th. On the 5th. It's Kentucky Derby, right? Yes. Derby day. Bring your hats out. Bring your uh, horses. horses to the mm-hmm. uh, backyard. <laughs> bring your horses out, too. Uh, now, before uh, the winning horse, I'll have another, runs his wonderfully won race. He was, a, he was an underdog. Iconic. Iconic. Uh, <laughs> Iconic. High colonic. <laughs> this, uh, this high colonic is quite iconic. <laughs> I, I, I said that to my proctologist yesterday. <laughs> he was showing you a picture of uh, uh, Madonna's colonic results. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't need to picture this sort of thing. I'm, would you? Would you say she's like, pretty iconic? Yeah, yeah. But Mike, you asked me to. You, when to you asked me to this? imagine something, when you asked me to picture something, this is coming in in Technicolor. This yeah, is yeah, realer yeah. than real. To picture me. it. So, yeah, I'll have another wins. We've got some other great contenders in the race. We've got uh, 
Union Rags, remember this? Bodemeister. Yeah, yeah. Do, do these ring a bell? Because yes, Mike, we remember each and every horse. Creative Cause. Gemologist. I remember Gemologist. Creative Cause. Ugh. This was a day. Oh, oh, there were thunderstorms the night before. And what about Pie of Mine? Pie, I don't think he was in this. One. What about Man of War? Well, he wasn't. Hanson was. Pie of Mine was Tony's horse, guys. Dull hand. Oh, okay. Hey, listen, ah. no spoilers, my friend. Uh, the night before the big race, the big derby, so on May the 4th, thunderstorms. What does that do to the track for the horses to warm up the next day? Slick, muddy. The, they are labeled sloppy conditions. It's a sloppy oh, track. Oh, I didn't know right? that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you mm-hmm. with me? I'm with okay. you. Is your friend Tim? Yeah, yep. he gets it. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Jeff will vouch. Mike, I can vouch for him. Good. <laughs> Later in the day, uh, the, as the weather, you know, the, the uh, track was upgraded to fast, but still mm. sloppy in the morning. Now, we have ourselves a little derby party. Mm-hmm. Yep. We all live together with the birthday boys. We have a... Kentucky Derby Party. What a fun idea. It was maybe Jessica's even idea. Yeah. Our friend Eva Anderson comes. Mm-hmm. Lovely Eva. She's fantastic. Very funny. Very uh, wonderful woman. I would say, I would say if I didn't pick a word, cultured. Very cultured. Oh, yeah. She knows what's going on. She knows how to like do a little extra. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's, you bring her to a party and she bakes something. She's won, award, she's won baking awards in the LA County Fair. Yep. Mm-hmm. She will do something extra. So what? Eva does on this mm-hmm. day, Derby Day. Mm-hmm. She brings some drinks. Yeah, I, I remember. It was remember an infused them. something. It was. I've got them uh, written down right here. Oh, shit. Hold on. It was a... So she did, yeah, she did a mint julep, a scratch mint julep. Uh, Classic Derby fair. Yep. Uh, she had, uh, she used like infused syrups and uh, different herbs and things. And she did another drink that I don't think I've ever heard of uh, called the Garden Party. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And there was like float, there was edible flowers, like petals in the drinks. Yeah, it was drinks. beautiful looking. And she had just... Uh, and tasting. She got the, she had taken a, a class, like a cocktail making class. And so she was like yeah. making these, learning how to make these cocktails specifically for Derby Day. Yep. She put them out in these very nice glasses. She had very cool like sil- uh, glass cylinder with taps on them. Yes. She had a very well done like... Like placards. Calligraphied sign yeah, mm-hmm. that said the names Garden Party and Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves it. It's set up beautifully on a table, mm-hmm. a little tablecloth, mm-hmm. little uh, flowers around it, arranged very nicely. I wonder if we have a picture of these because we got to put those up. We'll scare them up. Uh, there's got to be pictures, yeah. Then Mike Hanford comes to town. <laughs> Doesn't come to town. He lives. It's his home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Mike Hanford lives in town. <laughs> Mike Hanford lives in home. Host, hosting one of the hosts of the party. Yeah, saunters sure. into the backyard. Saunters in the backyard. We're all dressed nicely. Very well, mm-hmm. if I remember. I'm wearing yeah. suspenders. Uh, and we, I see this. Oh, even made some drinks. That'd be fun if I oh, brought. Oh, a, people are making drinks. People today. are making drinks and putting signs out. Yes. So I, being a pretty industrious guy that I am, off the top of my head, what do I have? What do I have in the house that mm-hmm. I can use to make a drink? And being the amateur mixologist, cocktail uh, <laughs> psycho yeah. nut that I might, I am, <laughs> I go upstairs. I get Svetka vodka, one bottle. Mug root beer, one bottle. Big two liter bottle. Big two liter bottle. Ice. Uh, some, I, well, there's ice there anyway. <laughs> and I make a sign. I said, what am I going to call this concoction of uh, two parts root beer to one part vodka? And I write it down, Russian root. Oh. Mm. Russian root. What a name. Root beards, Russian vodka. And I rake a little sign that says, yeah, two parts uh, thing, one part vodka, ice, optional. Oh. Garnish, ice, optional. 
History want... history was made. That <laughs> Ice day. is a garnish. Ice yeah, is yeah, a garnish, yeah. and you don't see that very often. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Probably for good reason. Maybe for good reason, but who knows? You know, as we've learned about drinks on this podcast, it's nice to see like, oh, this is either served with a twist mm-hmm. or with an olive. And you think, oh, okay, like different places do things a little differently. So <laughs> yeah. it's cool with the Russian root that like you could do the ice or not have ice. <laughs> yeah. Or have it warm. Well, I like, and it's in parentheses, optional next to the ice. Ice optional. And I, well, we have a picture of the sign. Maybe we maybe sent this out yes. before. But we'll, we'll post that. But I put it out. And you know how I do things. I do things uh, with my comedy and my uh, artistic talents. I do sort of things that make, you look at it for a second and you hear it and go, what the, okay. Uh, ooh, what the, yeah. What, it's a whole pretty, ride. Or, yeah, it's a whole you ride. You got to buy the, the ticket and take the that's ride. That's what the ice optional kind of was. Yeah. So I bring my little wares. I make the sign. I put a little Russian uh, hammer and sickle, you know. Yep. Thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you scoot. Well, there wasn't enough room on the table. So you well, had to, no, you had to scooch. On. Okay. But just going back to the sign, I remember yeah. it was. Shut up, Jeff. It was, sorry. Do it that. was. Uh, no, please interject. But I just want to make sure but I get interject this out. with the correct thing. <laughs> For the sign, I didn't have a nice solid piece of paper near me. So I uh, folded a manila envelope. Uh, you know, so it's not a manila envelope. And I put. Uh, yeah, you're right, Jeff. On the. You, you saw there was room. There was room, but I had to really push Eva's stuff over to the side a little bit. Maybe spilling some stuff, maybe knocking her sign down. I don't or the sign may have been down. Mm. I put my stuff up there with a the sign. And I go inside, you know, hosting the party. So I'm just not just standing looking at my drinks that I oh, just yeah. put out. My free drinks that I just put out for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. I come back out to fill up my glass with more rusting root. And I see my root beer that I purchased, my own money. Svetka vodka and uh, sign are now on the ground. <laughs> yeah. not, not dumped out, not flipped over, just, just set, on the ground. Just set on back on the dirt. And I say, what, who, does anyone know anything about this? I think Eva piped up first. I put that on the ground because <laughs> it was on my table with my nice drinks. I said, well, that doesn't seem right. Uh, did I let it go? Maybe for the time being. It's still, mm-hmm. I'm still with it now. I, I, believe her, I believe her explanation was, I'm trying to do a nice thing here. Yes, you want to do a nice thing. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to do a nice thing. And, and as, if, as if I wasn't trying to do a nice thing. We, you know, we've had our differences, even I, about what took place that day. And, and who was right, who was wrong, who was uh, a rude guest, who was a, a great host. Gracious host. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that is the, the story of the Russian route. We're going to make them today. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Jeff, did you know that this drink was created right off the cuff? I thought I, I saw the bottle of Svedka and uh, the root beer on the table, and I had assumed, oh, Mike, like cooked this up earlier this week, had been in the taste laboratory, right? Mm-hmm. Finding the correct proportions. It was just on the spot. On the spot. Yeah, you got to do it on so the spot. So you hadn't actually had one when you wrote the recipe out. I don't think I had had one. Yeah. Maybe I was making it in the moment and said, this is so good, I want to share it with all my friends for free, and I'll put, just put a sign out so everyone knows what's going right. on. Right. And a, a lot of the drinks we cover, they have um, the familiar stories come up. A lot mm-hmm. of times it's like, well, the so, the representative from this liquor company yeah, wanted to sell Mug more of the liquor. was not involved with this? No, no. <laughs> but like, this is a nice, refreshing change, because in this case, it's it's all we had. It's, yeah. it's all you had. Yeah, it's all you had. And I like this one, too, because there's really one... Well, there's... Two story, my my side and Eva's side and your side. But you guys are filming, right? But we don't also too. hear like, oh no, there's a guy in New York who says that he made yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so today we're going to do the uh, original recipe that is one part Svetka vodka, mm-hmm. 
Two parts mug root beer. Make sure it's cold, folks. Can we use Barks? Can we use A and W? You can. I would. I would say for this first one, do Svetka and Mug. They're very easy to get. I got them at the grocery store. Basically, they were ten feet apart from each other. And Mike, <laughs> I'm going to do this one to the letter of the law, please. Uh, and I'm going to do ice in mine. Okay, now so I'm gonna. I also will definitely opt for ice. Me too. Good, okay, good option. It's your well, option. taking the. It's customizable. Interactive. Isn't it fun? But it's I want to do the real fun. traditional, the traditionally intended Russian word. The IBA. Yeah. Is this on the IBA? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Uh, it's not. If they can get their fucking website up, I can get an email to those people. and <laughs> International Bartenders Association, if you're listening, add this to your list. Um, <laughs> now, one when you're going by parts, you know, we can make it as big as small as we want. Should we do one ounce or two ounces? Let's do one shot glass. One shot glass. Yeah. That's easy. Cool. Yeah, but isn't that beautiful? It's just like whatever, any any size you want. I can do a gallon to two gallons. It's inspiring. Yeah, mm-hmm. one one uh, thimble to two thimbles. One tanker, one oil tanker full to two oil tankers full. One kind of funny thought I have about it is that Russian root has nothing to do with Kentucky or horses or anything mm. on the theme of the day of that day. Yeah, mm. interesting. Because mm. <laughs> Kentucky bourbon. Right. You know, and, and then, you know. There, there is a tradition, and this is sort of what I was going at at the time. There's a, uh, the Kentucky Derby is, is steeped in tradition. Uh, there's, it's a class sort of thing. It's yeah. a high society. High society, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. And is there not that type of thing over in Mother Russia? It's a very traditioned country. Is there? It's tradition. It's very traditioned. There's yeah. tradition. There's it doesn't a matter hot... whether this, this tradition is uh, communism or Kentucky Derby no. <laughs> class. No, and they, have a, they ha- do have high-class people in uh, Russia. <laughs> Putin, I mean, come on. Yeah, Look, hey, yeah. I don't like to admit it. I don't like that guy, the, stuff, the way he messed with the election. <clears throat> uh, but I That was say... more Zuckerberg, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, He's a little robotic if you if you think about God, it. God, we could do a, a whole worry. episode on that, couldn't we? We, we should, should do we should do a blowout. <laughs> we we break What's down Zuckerberg from from the twenty sixteen election to the insurrection. <laughs> hey, um remember at um the wax museum in San Francisco, I took a picture of you with the wax Mark Zuckerberg. And I Instagrammed it. I said, uh, Zuckerberg meets Zuckerberg. <laughs> and my father-in-law thought it was the real Mark. Of course. He said, wow, you sloppy boys get around. And I was like, huh? Uh-huh. He's like, wow, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg uh, stood with a wax figure. Like, okay. Wax Hanford. <laughs> yeah, wax Hanford. Let's drink this fucker, huh? Yeah, Woo. let's do it. Hey, folks, we'll be right back. BRB. Peace. You hear that, folks? You hear that? Folks. Folks. Wake up. Oh, folks. Wake up. We know you took a little nap during the break. Folks. <laughs> folks. We're back. We're back, baby. We got Russian roots, and God, they look great. They look so professional. And Hanford was professional in the kitchen there, like Tom Cruise mixing yeah. up cocktails. Oh, yeah. Hey, you, uh, you bitch. I said, I called you both a bitch. <laughs> You bitch! <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. Uh, the, oh, I did forget to say uh, before the in preparation. It's add the ingredients to the glass and stir. It's, it's a, a built-in glass. Building glass. glass. Shram would say we're not shaking it around. You could, but you know, no, you don't shake sodas, Mike. And you don't shake sodas exactly. And we got these nice little cocktail straws, and it looks just like a nice little whiskey drink or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you don't. You didn't overload it with the ice. You let it ride a little low in the cup, like an old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, three. We got three nice square cubes. 
<laughs> yeah. And uh, look, I could look at it all day. Yeah. I, I could sit here and stare at this glass. That's not really That's what, not what it's meant for. No, there's, no, there's another the activity route. that you like to do with these. <laughs> so here we go. Here Bombs comes the sips. No, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Sips away. Russian root, you've had? I've, I haven't had. I haven't had. On the day, believe it or not, I opted for Eva's delicious craft <laughs> <Jesus>. cocktails. <laughs> and to be honest with you, since that day, 10 years ago, I probably had like five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Sips. Okay. Ah, that's good. That is good. That is just, it's refreshing. If you like root beer, this is great. It's root beer first. Root beer forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great. Mug root beer, you can't and then you get do that. How do you do that, Mike? How do you get that mug right up to the front? Mm. <laughs> That's what the stirring is. And then in back, the Svedka sting. Yeah, a little hint. Just mm-hmm. a little hint, but it grows. It's almost a vanilla touch. Isn't it good? Right. It's kind of a rum and coke-esque. Very interesting. A close cousin of the rum and coke. I got to say, when I was thinking of it... I mean, what's this the closest to? Like a mule? I, I feel like there are at Clearman's Northwoods. Tim, uh, there are no parallels when it comes to <laughs> it's a Russian class of its class own. Of its own. <laughs> well, um, I've seen like on a mule menu where there's like a Moscow mule and a and a Kentucky mule and all the mules. I've seen some variations <clears throat> that are root beer, and I don't know what the spirit is. But when you were making these, or maybe even the feeling that I had all those years ago, I, I've never heard of anything made with root beer. I yeah, I mean. I feel like I've had a, a hard root beer, like a yeah. uh, in a can from mm. somewhere. But what I was expecting is for this to be missing an element, you know, because usually you, you, you do like... Well, ice is optional, so... Oh, that's true. <laughs> and, and if I didn't have the ice, it would be... You'd be missing that. I'd be missing it in the sense I'm sad because it's not there, yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought, you know, uh, vodka and a, a type of soda, uh, uh, I was thinking like, yeah, but where's the other, where's the, the, the squeeze of a citrus, which mm. would work for this particular drink? Or where's the dash of bitters or like some other rank kind of thing? That yeah. usually, but I think I was picturing it to be a weaker drink with only the two part, the two to one ratio. It is. Uh, it's nice. It's bo- it's boozy, and I taste the booze. Mm-hmm. So it's got it's a not- hearty finish. I would as yeah. I'm as I'm sipping it now. It's got a nice little alcoholic burn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it starts up top with a little sweet root beer, and then yeah, you get the hearty finish. And and you want that iconic Svedka. Like if if you had had like Grey Goose or Belvedere coming in there at the oh. end, you'd, no, that's no. not what you want. No, you can trump this up and do a Belvedere and uh Trump careful Trump was actually um Trump I don't want to get into it. No, yeah. not today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can you can use Belvedere but then you I would also say maybe bump up the uh, root beer to something from Whole Foods or something like that. Oh. Oh, like a natural an, an organic. Yeah, but uh, that's whatever. How about that one uh bearded guy um Virgil's mm-hmm. root beer? Maybe you do that. Is that is that uh, like a higher brand? It's in a glass bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and uh, we should. I'll say we did. Uh, we did. Uh, what are these? Lowball glasses? Coupe glasses? Yeah, these no, are, not coupe. These are uh, uh, rocks glasses. Rocks yeah. glasses. Mm-hmm. And the mix I did was uh, one and a half ounces to uh, one and a half ounces. Perfectly proportioned, Mike. Yeah. And this, I've said this before, but a rocks glass with the ice that you can hear this. I love that. Yeah. It's mm. funny. You see a lot of stuff made with ginger beer. I feel like ginger's really kicking Root's ass at the bar. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, yeah. you don't see anything made from 
root beer. In fact, if you went to a bar and you said, hey, bartender, uh, root beer vodka, he'd probably look at you funny. You'd yeah, they like, don't have you mean a Russian gun. root? Oh, yeah, Russian root. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've, I've been selling those all night. Uh, yeah, uh, I have an order of them coming out. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the, the Cinderella story of root beer mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I thought, I thought this was going to be kind of a joke. Like, like undrinkable? No, no, I thought, like, just, you know, we're going to do this, and it'll be funny because it'll taste bad. Mm. And here I am actually evaluating it. <laughs> I think something why happened you? Where... <laughs> What's any different than this or the, uh, the, the mint julep that somebody mixed together? Sure, somebody mixed together once, and they said, you're fucking nuts. Yeah, true. You put, you put mint in this drink? Why don't you, why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you drop dead? Yeah. I think there's a greater lesson to be learned beyond drinks, just like, Jeff, you had your, your perceptions... You were kind of closed off from the world, yeah. whereas Mike was sort of like a guy who's kind of like open, open to things. Yeah, yeah. I'll try anything. Uh, <laughs> He's got an abundance mindset. I'm curious, what do you think would be a good uh, like garnish for this if it needs it? I don't know if it does, like but maybe an ice, root. an ice cube. <laughs> well, ice cubes one, in one, it. one more ice cube. Yeah, because I have three cubes. I can imagine that that fourth cube hanging off just, the side, of the <laughs> perched on the side of the glass. Like you know, how, like uh, the Cuba Libre had like the it was lime. Uh, uh, rum and coke with a lime. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. I think lime would be wrong here. Citrus doesn't really work with root. Root. So it would be like what root is root beer? Because ginger's a root, but that's not that. That's not in just, a root beer. Just a normal tree root. It's just any tree. <laughs> Common tree. Yeah. Common tree root. Yeah, what's the deal with root beer? I, you know what you don't see too much anymore uh, is sarsaparilla. But when I was a kid, I'd get a glass bottle of sarsaparilla. And be like, hey, this is root beer? Well, I felt like I was drinking beer. I was like five being like, hey, dad, look at me. I'm just like you. What is it? What does sarsaparilla taste like? Does it have like a root bite beer. to it? It tastes like root beer exactly. Oh. But I do think maybe a little more... This isn't a perfect analogy, but I would say sarsaparilla is to root beer as ginger beer is to ginger ale. Oh. No, oh, okay. That's not right, because ginger beer is fermented. I'm sure sarsaparilla is not fermented. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm seeing uh-huh. the primary flavor found in any old-fashioned homemade root beer recipe is sassafras, a deciduous tree in North America. Sarsaparilla. Sassafras. There you go. Yeah. Or is it sarsaparilla? Cowboys say sarsaparilla. That's just because... Everything is like wash. Yeah, <laughs> wash <laughs> your hands. Uh, now I got a little uh, a little audio clip here mm. to go along with this drink. Uh-huh. A little bit of a surprise. I pulled a few favors and uh, we'll play it now. We can take a listen. Hell yeah! Hey, sloppy boys, it's Eva Anderson. Oh, um, congratulations on your one year anniversary. That's amazing. That's a lot sweetheart. of cocktails you, a and a lot of friendship. I'm excited because I'm sitting here right now with a bottle of Svedka. Vodka, that's how you say it, yeah, Svedka, and a bottle of A&W root beer. Okay. I couldn't find a two liter of mug root beer that someone had drunk half of, like like the original, um, and I'm about to mix and try my first ever Russian root. Oh, God. So, I'm pouring in one-to-one Svedka and root beer. One-to-one ratio is absolutely crazy. And it said on the original instructions that ice was optional. Um, I am using ice because that's disgusting. Taking the option. And uh, let's give it a try. It's going to be strong. I bet she loves it. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) It's really, really, really sweet. She likes oh, it. Oh, and it's strong. Oh than my ours. god! 
Okay, well, I mean, I guess if I was... I guess if I was, like, dying and needed a drink in some sort of Russian work camp, I guess I would drink a Russian root, maybe just to get, like, some blood sugar going or something, but... Guys, this is not good. <laughs> I really thought I was going to no. turn around on this and apologize for putting Mike's drink on the ground, but now I feel like I was right. I, it belonged. This this drink belongs on the on the ground, um, but not you guys. You belong on a table because you're Aww, great, nice. and I love you, and I miss you. And uh, I'm I'm going to drink the rest of this. I don't know why. To probably just to like prove something to myself, but I, I hate it so much. It's I really hate it. All right, happy one year anniversary. I love you guys. Oh, oh wow! Even Anderson, she I, I call her up and said, "Hey, give me your take on this uh, Russian truth." She she would be delighted to. She did. Uh, she's a good sport because yeah, it, it it was a bold move. She never with the Russian route. She put it on the ground, and I liked that that was her reaction. It wasn't like, talk to Mike about it or throw it mm. away. It was, make it available, but just not on the nice table. Well, you like someone who just takes charge of a situation. She there said, I want to change this. I'm changing it. And she did it. Here's the problem with Eva's sound clip. She made the drinking correctly. <laughs> right. But, she, but, 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 then her review was that it was too sweet. So, so it's not like well, she had and the, I don't know what's going also, on. Then. Mike, there's a little poetic justice here because somebody in this room often makes the drinks incorrectly. Who? Yeah, but I don't, I don't go. Somebody's getting a taste of his own medicine. No, guys, I'll go. I hate it. I hate it. It's undrinkable. I don't say that. <laughs> yes, I you do. Yes, I don't your my... final thoughts are very often that you hate it and it's undrinkable and you don't want it. My point is, I don't let my past experience with the cocktail creator cloud my decision on the oh, taste. Well, you haven't had any. She's had it out for me for 10 years because of this. She gets an <laughs> opportunity to make the drink, and I hope she's listening. <laughs> Takes. I sent her a picture of, I sent her the picture. It said two to one. Very easy to file. Written in very clearly. Yeah. She decided to try it differently. Here's what happened. So next year she'll come back and we'll try it again. Uh, this is how, like, you, this is the first time we've had the cocktail creator Isn't on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. So you're, but like, we didn't have, when we did the Naked and Famous, we didn't have Joaquin Simo here to mm-hmm. defend himself. When we did the Trinidad Sour, we didn't have fucking. Was he Joaquin Simo? I thought I could think of it, but I can't. Well, yes, your point stands. Um, <laughs> I lost it again. We didn't have these people here. We didn't have these people here, but now we have the creator in the room. and this, In the house. Wow. In the house. But here's the thing. <laughs> For all those other cocktails, mm. yeah. when Hanford Hanforded them mm-hmm. and made them incorrectly, this is how all those creators would have felt. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be angry. They'd be just like you are right now, spitting mad. And like, <laughs> you know, thinking of this whole episode in the context of the Russian route, this is the drink that we're looking at today. Mm-hmm. Like normally I look, I look across the room or across the Zoom and I see like, oh, that's Mike Hanford. He's my, my good buddy. He's the co-host of this pod. Yeah. But kind of like whatever, whatever. We're familiar. Vapid, but, sort of uh, empty-brained. Uh, but, but then today... Since we're talking about this drink, I feel like I'm sitting across from the Steve Jobs or the, yeah. the, the Walt Disney of the Thank Russian God. group. But 
uh, Mike, you're most for a second here. Jeff, do you feel like you can be honest? Or like, do, or do, you, or do you feel like Mike's presence? You might, yeah, I might give him maybe a little bit more of a favorable review. <laughs> oh, he's, Mike is looking at his cubes singing. He, he didn't cover his ears, but he can't hear also, us. <laughs> also, his is almost gone. He's, he's looking device, adoringly at his. Triple nice. Oh my God, he's drunk on Almost finished. You know what the problem with you two is? <laughs> the problem is I can't find a problem. I fucking love you guys. <laughs> I spent up all night. What's Rack wrong with these brain? two? What's with these guys? There's got to be something. How can I take them down tomorrow? I can't be done. <laughs> um, as it as it melts, yeah. You're not gonna believe this. It's getting the soda's a little too flat. Getting a little flat. I, I feel a it flat. too. Maybe I would have done two ice cubes instead of three. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, but it's just you got to drink it down quick. Well, it's a down the hatch. Situation. It's yeah. The, the water for some cocktails, the water help the you know, water from the ice cubes helps. This is just watering. It's it tougher with a soda because you you don't want to dispel those bubbles. But hey, all of us went with ice when mm-hmm. the option came to us. We all said ice. Yeah, and so did Eva. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to meet the psychopath that takes this uh, up. I'll tell you who. Fucking Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, he loves ice- this. Paul would love. But he, he would go iceless. Remember yeah. his his margarita, fucking warm ass margarita with no cubes. Well, we've had the uh, we've had the Svetka in the fridge for a freezer for a little while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe on the next one, I'll try no ice. I'll tell you yeah. what I would like to do on my next one. Uh, uh, am I allowed to take liberties? You won't be offended if I. I would. It's. I think that's very exciting. I'm gonna put a couple dashes of. Bitters. The Peychaud's bitters. Oh. That kind of the kind Ooh. of red, red kind of bitters, a little kick to it. So wait, what's what's Peychaud's versus Angostura? Uh, Angostura is the one we always have. You always think of love it. And made in Trinidad. Oh yeah. Peychaud's is like a Louisiana one that uh, it's like a different taste. You know? know. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Home of Satchmo. Hey, the singer himself. Well, on that, do we go make a second round? Let's do Please. it. Please, folks. We'll be right back. <laughs> With uh, some variations on the Russian root. Have a listen, folks. It sounds just as good. Maybe even better. As I was mixing this up, you know, I was thinking that, that to describe the taste to any listener that's not drinking along, it's like a whiskey Coke. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the, the, the root beer is doing the work of the whiskey, and the vodka is a more neutral spirit. But now let's talk variation. Mike, did you? I did uh, just same proportions, no ice. Oh, you took the other the other option. Yeah, and uh, the vodka wasn't as chilled as I would hoped it would have hoped, but uh, we'll give it a roll. And I did. Um, do you think it's Peychauds or Peychauds? P E Y. If you were from Nolan, interesting. I'm gonna say Peychauds. Yeah. Um, I put uh, haven't tasted this yet, but I put uh, a good five dashes of bitters in my new Russian root, and then I took a dash of uh, the bitters straight to the dome. Guess what it tasted like? Sarsaparilla? Root beer? Licorice! Ah, ah licorice. But, but <laughs> it's licorice. Spicy licorice. Kind of a, kind of a, almost like a licorice with a Tabasco finish. Hmm. I'll say without the ice, this uh, tastes thicker. Like there's a thicker feel on the top. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I went with the, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier in this pot, I was like, oh, it's almost got a vanilla equality. Mm-hmm. And rather than counterbalance that, I leaned into it. Oh. Mm. So I grabbed everyone's favorite piss-colored spike. <laughs> <laughs> that big Galliano. And I put in, okay, so the, the traditional 
measurements for the Russian root, two parts uh, root beer, one part Svedka. I did half part Galliano. Ah, you know, a point five. Because you don't need. I mean, we all know Harvey Wallbanger only uses a little topper. Yeah. You don't need much. Let's do our sips. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong direction. I mean, it's definitely more of the same. Mm. I trumped up the licorice uh, rudy ah, I see. quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, licorice. How's the uh, patience? Um, if I'm being honest, no difference. Didn't no put difference. enough. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I took a, a little uh, orange bitters here because I was thinking. You know, we were talking about lime, probably not good. Uh, lemon, probably not good either. But maybe orange would help. Oh, he's doing not it live. Not help this. It doesn't need help. Oh, he's doing it live. The di- live dashes this here on the crazy, pod. This is crazy, man. Oh, wow. Look at him go. I think maybe I just did five. Nice technique. Kind of. That was, dashes are crazy. There's no yeah. way to measure a dash. The way that you dash is very, I do like a very pronounced like, <gasps> Spack, one. spack. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> like, you, like you do with a red hot, like a Frank's red hot. Uh, two. <laughs> And the sip? Ooh. That's a nice little orangey finish. Oh, so, so the orange made it kind of orangey. I like this. <laughs> this is something. I the, the, I might be onto something with this orange. Oh, my God. Got Russian Root 2.0. You know what's so funny is, uh, yeah, from Russian Root with Love will be the name of this one. <laughs> uh, the thing was back in, you know, 10 years ago when I first made this thing, I had no idea what a bitter was. Yep. No right. idea. You yeah. you know any of this shit? I the weigh. only thing bitter you knew was uh, uh, me and Jeff's attitudes. <laughs> yeah, towards Eva when she put my drink on the floor. Thank you for <laughs> backing me up on that. But now you know all about bitters and the fact that they can be made in Trinidad. Or mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, after a few stirs and sips, I am getting a little bit of the spice of my peychauds, and it is nice. Spice is nice. Spice is nice. This, uh, you know, if it wasn't such a COVID-heavy times, I would maybe have you guys try this, but you'll have to. Hey, get your own. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Maybe I will, Mike. I, I like that this is a, a drink with some history. Ten years. Ten years. I know. Of I, was, I was surprised to see that's when the... Uh, <laughs> Ten years ago it was made. Then nobody, it didn't catch on anywhere. No one else has had it other than the creator. And then now. <laughs> what a tradition. What a treat. Well, let's get into our final thoughts. What do we think? I'll let um, you guys go first. I'll say, Mike, you have created a drink that I deem drinkable, worthy of, of my time sipping. I can't really think of many drinks I would put it above. Uh, so yeah. you're, gonna, you're ordering a, you're, you're ordering that beef drink, that cold beef drink. Bullshot. Uh, I enjoyed more than this because it's it it was a uh, well that was kind of a, had some novelty to it. Yeah, now, and now, also now I know protein. why we don't have the creators on the show. <laughs> God damn! Um, no, what did I dislike? Uh, what did I? What have I hated on this show? Anything? Nothing. No, no there's, there's been a few things that have been. I mean, that's the problem with this show. I can't remember any of my fucking things. <laughs> I'm drunk at the end of these. Uh, well, I'll give you this, Mike. It's no worse if you if you're having a blank and blank, right? <laughs> yeah. Rum and Coke, Jack and Coke, vodka soda, tequila soda. Bip, mm. bip, bip. This is no worse than any of them. So anyone who wants to get all uppity and scoff. Yeah, you do think like, why not r- root beer and vodka? That's if, if what there, I said if, 10 years ago. If there was a tradition of this stuff, if it was normal, then you'd be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, when I was a kid, this is the first time this thought occurred to me. Like, if something was normal, you'd think it was normal. Yeah. Like... I th- the first time this struck me when I was I was playing Mario Brothers and I was like 
what if Mario was Luigi and Lu- that sounds weird to me. If Mario was Luigi <laughs> oh, and man, Luigi dude. was Mario, that would seem weird to me. But if that was normal, then it would be normal. <laughs> right. That would be normal. <laughs> Mom. I heard you, Jeff. <laughs> if Mario was green, that, that would be normal. <laughs> no, son, that would be quite weird. <laughs> we don't want you thinking that way up in your bedroom. Leave the door open. Uh, you sure should be studying for SATs, young man. <laughs> Point being, this is no different than it, than a lot of the drinks we know and love. It's the new normal. It's the new normal. Um, I thought that you know, around the same time, 10 years ago, I heard someone order a vodka Coke or a vodka diet for the first time. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's not a drink. What are you doing? Now I've since heard vodka diet. I think healthy people drink those. There's no reason anything's not in anything at all. All every what, we look. Hey, it's the one year anniversary. We're looking back on the year. All of these drinks had some, you know, a Hanford type guy with a dream. Mm-hmm. It just kind of mixed a few yeah, things just together. Just a curiosity. Just you. Ex- you're on this planet, and if you have your heart open. Anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, uh, you know, a corporation comes in and maybe nudges you along with like mm-hmm. the sex on the beach was one of those, yeah. right? Or, uh, yeah. you know, just uh, somebody. Moscow Mule was like Moscow that. A fucking Harvey Wallbanger was like that. That's right. Tequila Sunrise was also? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just a couple bartenders up in uh, Sausalito. Sa- uh, but it wasn't Sauzo was involved at mm-hmm. some point. Fireball? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go oh, ahead. Quervo, and s- Quervo, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say the exact opposite of what I just said. Actually, the reason that some drinks take off and others don't is a because they taste good. Sure. But why do they taste good? I think it's because of a balance between good flavors, like oh. flavors that go well together. Mm-hmm. They harmonize in a way like mm-hmm. a chord. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, and yeah, and the like really that. popular hey. chords are like the major chords. Those mm. are the Cuba Libres where you're yes. like, everybody can get into this because it's like a clear contrast between like the sugary Coke uh-huh. and then you got a little lime and the whatever else. If this was a chord, I would call this, this is maybe like a diminished seventh or something. Oh, Michael. It's, it still it's, sounds beautiful. It, oh, it does. But, but maybe at first you're like, ooh, mm-hmm. this isn't what I'm used to. I like that. Mike, it's an order again. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> oh, and on the one year anniversary, this is the type of reviews we should have been giving in episode one because it's on the prim- our log line. We're a band with a cocktail podcast. We should have always been naming, saying what chord the drink is. <laughs> this is an A minor seven. <laughs> this is probably, order again would be tough because you can't even order it the first time. You go to a bar and say Russian root, they'd think you're crazy. But but once you figure, you tell them what's heads, happening, you order it again. Do it. I've noticed the drinks from this pod that the slop heads oh. continue to drink are the ones where the ingredients are usable. You're not casually... After work, coming home and making yourself a zombie. It ain't going to happen. Right, right, right. But people latch on. The, the, the Cuba Libre, you can make those. You know, the, uh, easy drinks make their way into your repertoire. If you're a slobhead, you, you, you ha- keep a bottle of r- mug around. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't make, anyway? Yeah. Who? <laughs> what kind of freak wouldn't? Who doesn't have a f- full two-liter thing of mug? You know, a lot yeah, of these... that was the other thing from Eva's. Uh, <laughs> I had forgotten about that. It was a half a bottle that it I wasn't made. a new bottle. <laughs> had some of it in my private life. Next to her crystal punch balls and stuff, you uh, <laughs> to be. I mean, even even crack, even cracking a fresh two liter doesn't feel like the classiest thing in no. the world. But a half no. drunk, oh yeah. boy! Look, I, I I poke fun at myself, but you know, I, we had some fun that day. 
Of course. <laughs> yeah. And we're all friends here, and there's no mudslinging on this. No mudslinging. No. I understand. You put it on the ground. I love it. I'm glad you did it, because now it gave us a fun thing and, to have. And, and you know, like, I'm going to go back again and do the other 180 and go back to, like, you oh. know, this just needs a push. This mm. just needs a publicity push from you at home. I agree. You get Kendall Jenner drinking one of these things on Instagram. Watch <laughs> out. We need, we need slop heads the world over. To, here's what you do. Press record on your voice memo on your iPhone. Put it in your breast pocket. Mm-hmm. And go to your local bar and say, Russian root, please. And when they say, huh? Then you, you explain to the bartender, hey, it's just, it's just mug root beer and Svedka vodka. Yeah, yeah. like, and okay, then, we have those, we'll make it. And then you send that to us, we'll play that shit live yeah, on Yeah, well, we want to see how it's, how, what's going on in the real world. We want to chart be the weird, spread. Don't be weird and pranky about it. Just say it like it's a drink, Russian root. Be yep. confident, you know, approach, stand up straight with your shoulders back, mm-hmm. hold your chin up high and Project. say, a smile, yeah. Russian root, please. Oh, what's that? Oh, Tim, I'm so confident. It's 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 mug and Svedka. Okay, okay. What are the proportions? Don't screw it up. Don't do it one to one. And also, bartender, I will take the ice option. <laughs> it's like this is a guy who's never heard of this before. Yeah. He's taking grab, the ice option. Grab the bartender by the collar. By the collar <laughs> pull him close and fucking make sure and you, never you make your go. option known. All right, Mike, how, how do you, what's your final thoughts? Ah, you know, me, I love this thing. It's a order again, order all the time. It's easy to make. No mistake. Order all the time, even when you don't really want it. Even if you've, like, been drinking too much lately mm-hmm. and, you, and you're wondering how it's affecting your life. Yeah, you've got a big <laughs> big corporate uh, interview to go in for. Yeah. Hey, Mike, I, I like that as a tagline, you know, because, like, Harvey Wallbanger had a mascot. Yeah. You know, whatever. This could have a tagline. Easy to make. Make no mistake, mm-hmm. and it, and it's double meaning because it's like make no mistake, meaning like don't make a mistake. We'll don't make, make don't be like Eva Anderson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and make no mistake that it would be a mistake not to order. This. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's ordered again for me. Damn, it's, you know what's good about this drink? It's one of these drinks where it's like, let's say you have something happening in your life that's kind of like hard or difficult, and it's been stressing mm. you out. Mm. If you drink a lot of these, yeah, mm. it'll it's sort of almost as like. Um, medication but like a self-medicating yeah 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 you don't need to pay all the doctor bills I, you don't have to go through your insurance company the hmo who even knows what that how PPO, that works anymore yeah. all, the, all that yeah. stuff just i'll do it at home Obama. It's cheaper yeah i i gotta say that that uh, orange bitters worth worth trying out i like orange bitters hey i would i would have a big glass of orange bitters on the rocks why the fuck not <laughs> yeah sure. well, not. what else do i have to do <laughs> hey are you guys uh, up to anything right now yeah. me I was going to lay down and go to bed, but yeah. Mm, yeah, you think so, except uh, we got ourselves a little quiz. Oh, it's been a while. Folks, it's the one-year anniversary quiz. Ooh, hey. The paper quiz. Now, you might be thinking, what the fuck does that Yeah, mean? that's what I'm thinking. What the, uh, what the fuck? This is one of these self, self-reflexive meta-ish Ooh. quizzes. Oh, and there's yeah. quite a lot of questions. I wouldn't call it a, it, it's not a javalanche. It's not mm-hmm. a javalanche. <laughs> Got it. But there are 15. Wow. That's fine. And you only get one guess. So we should really be careful with our guesses. You can blurt. You can beep. Are we buzz? Okay. Whatever. But you only get one I'm, guess. I'm going to blurt. Yeah, let's do Paul Blurt, Mall Clerk. Great. <laughs> Paul Blurt, Mall Clerk. <laughs> Here's the deal with the quiz. Okay. We're going we're gonna to take a trip down memory lane. Shit. And see if you can name the cocktails based on my episode descriptions. Oh. Okay. As, as in the info in the, like the podcast info? That's correct. I don't I rarely, so, I rarely click on that. Well, I, so, and I, I always take great care to never say the name of the drink in the description. Because you don't want to see, 
you know, well, yeah. I, I don't want to blow it, but like, let's say it was. Well, you don't like, want to say it again. You don't want to say it again. Now, this famously. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Get into it. Well, we, we had a, a birthday <laughs> boy sketch. We were back in our UCB days and our sketch group. We were uh, we were doing a, doing a sketch show that was directed by Neil Campbell and Paul Rust. And, <sighs> That's uh, what <laughs> And they asked us, they're like, okay, we're putting together, uh, we'll direct you guys as you're putting together a sketch show. Start by um, putting together a list of your favorite sketches. Uh, and and we put together a little pitch of some of our favorite sketches. We wrote the title and and then like the premise line right. of, of the sketch. And, and one of the sketches was it was called Campers Act Casual, mm-hmm. and it was about two campers who go camping and they um, they encounter a snake. Yeah, and then they don't want to freak the snake out by doing anything crazy or sudden, so they act casual. And their versions of acting casual was funny stuff. And it was way, like way, doing way. the laundry and uh, casual stuff. It's just casual like what, 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 what would what I do, do if every I was, day at home? Yeah, yeah, what would I do at home? I would, uh, I guess, I'll, I'll do my laundry. This is a good sketch. I wrote this on a plane. I remember. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, so Jet Blue, check them out. They do great flights. And so, <laughs> and, the and so, what was the log line? Um, well, we used the word snake. It was like yeah, it was two like campers, campers yeah. encounter two, a snake. Two campers encounter a snake and <laughs> and uh, try not to upset the, the long, long reptile. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't want to say snake twice in the same sentence. So we opted for the long reptile. <laughs> we just said two campers encounter a snake and try not to uh you know, disturb it, disturb it. <laughs> I see that all the time in, in sub headlines and, uh, and tweets and uh, like all the time you see people trying to not use a word too much. And it's, we, we had talked about, uh, I saw one in a bazooka Joe comic. I think I saw it. Or somebody, somebody saw it. Anyway, it was, uh, instead oh, of saying, Neil, Neil found this. instead of saying penny twice, it was the one cent coin. <laughs> Because Penny was in the punchline. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, what does this have in common with the one cent coin? <laughs> yeah, All right. Very, very good. Can we get into the quiz? Please. Um, is it okay if I mop the floor with Mike in this quiz? You might, Tim, because so, you get the memory. You got the good memory. And we're, we're, ta- we're just naming the drink. Yep. We don't, have to, we don't have to make it and drink it and then chime in. No, no. You, uh, I do the description. You name the drink. Great. Number one. Mm. The guys reckon with a classic cocktail born of the swashbuckling high seas. Whiskey sour. Timmy. Because uh, Sir Francis Drake used to prevent scurvy by having his men squeeze citrus Damn. into their spirits. Start from Damn. the bottom, now we're here. Number two. <laughs> Drake. The guys conjure a staple of the 70s and relive its rock and roll origins. I do it. I know this one. Tequila Sunrise. Correct. <laughs> okay, so we don't have to buzz in, but you no. have to say if you know it. Yeah, I do it. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. I know it. Number three. The guys tackle a tiki outlier prepared with gin? I do it. I know it. Singapore Sling. Ah. I like that story about like the, the hotel that made it in Singapore that was trying to make it seem like a, a drink for ladies that because they weren't supposed to be drinking alcohol, so they made like a kind of sneaky a drink. sneaky drink. Also, since we recorded that episode, I watched uh, Crazy Rich Asians, mm. and I saw that hotel, Jefferson. All I got right, something right. to say about Singapore. Hold on a second. Go ahead. I was in an Uber once. I'll re- allow it. Very recently, very, two days ago, in an Uber, and the driver was telling me about the Singapore airport, 
they have movie theaters in there. They've got like restaurants and shops, and you can take massages and stuff. They have if you got a five hour layover, you can take a free bus tour around the city and come back. That's nice. That's Whoa. crazy. A, a, a movie theater is a great idea for a layover. Yeah, Singapore. Check it out. Number four. The guys revisit the '90s favorite pink drink, Cosmo. Paladin. <laughs> hey, Cosmo. Hey, Cosmo. Damn, that's I mean, that's I, my. I, I like that one. That was a that good has one. stayed in the repertoire for you. Yeah, you ordered one in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. It was like in a glass. Yeah, don't get one in Hawaii. Number five, the guys gather crayon for a simple drink named after a popular peninsula. Whaler, Cape Codder. Sorry, what was that first name? Whaler. Whaler was my buzz in. Cape Codder is the name of the drink. Okay, so your buzz in was... <laughs> you don't know what to do with that, do you, Jeff? Mike, I'll give it to you. Yeah, thank you. Do you buzz in by uh, mentioning a member of really Bob just... Marley's band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Really, you buzz in just by saying anything. You just yes. Re- you, you, yeah. you run your fucking mouth, yeah. and then you say the answer. Are you keeping track of the score? Of course. Okay. You're winning, Mike. Three to two. I thought I was going to mop the floor with Mike. I know. That's what you said. We got a lot of questions left. And uh, I'm glad I'm the quiz master because I don't think I'd be able to get these. Like <laughs> you, you wrote guys, the thing. Like you I guys think I'd be them. sharper if I wasn't having... Uh, we've had almost not a lot of alcohol at all. But here's the thing. No breakfast, no water. You, you get drunk. <laughs> I had a huge burrito breakfast this morning. Which, where from? Uh, Eaton Park. It was delicious. Okay, so I also had Wait a... Wait a second. You had Del Taco late last night. It was two nights ago. Fuck. Well, some actually he had Del Taco two nights in a row. I can number six. Couldn't stop him. Number six. The guys kick back and get cozy for once with this warm, wintry hot toddy whiskey drink. Correct, Tim. Ooh, nice. Was that your buzzing though? Whaler hot toddy. <laughs> Was hot toddy your whaler? Number seven. I do. I know it. Jimmy Cliff hot toddy. <laughs> number seven. This revolutionary rum drink. Cuba Libre. Takes the guys back to historic Havana. Oh, yes. Revolutionary. Yes. Kubali Bray. That, that was a good history lesson on that one, Jeff. I remember that. This is great, Jeff. Hey, thanks. This is also, it's lots of people say that we're dumb and our podcast is dumb, mm. but think of all the history we've covered, huh? That's kind of cool. I, I have brought some of these things up in my like, everyday life. We're like Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number eight. This, is, this podcast is like hardcore history. It's just like that other <laughs> mm-hmm. show. Yeah. We're actually kind of biting their style a little bit too much. <laughs> It's actually a little better than that. Yeah, I can see that. Number eight, classic cocktail or club cliche? The guys delve into a divisive Cuban highball. Club cliche. Classic cocktail. Mojito. Mojito. Ooh, what was the what was the club cliche? Or you know, it's just like, is it a classic cocktail oh. or a club cliche? Because we said it was an entourage <laughs> drink. You'll notice right. I, I lean on alliteration for a lot of these because they're yeah, about a sentence long. <laughs> Number nine, the guys sample an unsung tiki drink named after a hit Haitian tune. Yellowbird. Ah. Oh. He's got you. Is my buzz in, and my answer is <laughs> Singapore swimming again. <laughs> Number 10, the guys discover a Miami-born digestif that, quote, tastes like creamsicles. Golden Dream. Yep. Jeez, I don't even remember the Golden Dream. Digestif. That's pretty good. That's another one that uses the Galliano. Yeah. Ah, yes. That big old piss spike itself. <laughs> Number 11. The guys venture off list once again in search of an infamous beefy beverage. Bullshit. Ow! 
Wouldn't have remembered it, Tim, if you didn't remind me earlier in the pod. Thank you. I should not have said I anything. Know. I should have known better. Than We've mentioned me. a lot of these during this pod. That's crazy. It's been a year. Number 12. The guys tantalize their taste buds <laughs> with a drink that is mainly bitters. Trinidad Sour. Correct. Damn. I was, it was on the tip of my tongue. Number 13. The guys discover a brunchy beverage with its very own mascot. Harvey Wolfinger. Ah! <laughs> that sounded like what Harvey Wolfinger would sound like. <laughs> 14. That five-haired dope. <laughs> 14. With spring having sprung, the guys sample a Prohibition-era delight. Bees knees. Damn, that was a hard Fuck. one, Tim. Good well, job. Spring, flowers, yeah. there you go. Bees, pollen. Yeah. Yeah. 15. The guys whip up everyone's favorite copper cupped concoction. Moscow Mule. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at Girls the on film. <laughs> Moscow Mule. Moscow. It can't be a tie, Jeff. It's a squeaker. Ooh. <laughs> I got a squeak for you. Now, Tim, I don't know if you mopped the floor per se. I didn't. But oh. you, in fact, lost? But you definitely buffed the ground laminate (laughs) with michael eight to seven it goes to tim oh baby i mopped the floor with you mike damn it no a a loss is mopping the floor in my book i i can't take that because you like to win yeah it's not worth winning if you can't win big oh uh mighty ducks part one hey congrats to both of you hey wait real quick thank you great quiz jeff by the way thanks great quiz I would say maybe one of the highlights of the whole podcast year was, Mike, you had a revelation that the character in Mighty Ducks. Goldberg? Right. Gordon Bombay. Oh, yes. Is drunk at the beginning of the movie. Right. And they're both brands of gin. Yes, that was that. Yeah, that was shocking. And one other big reveal I'm going to make right now. I couldn't think of the name of the bartender who invented the Trinidad Sour. Mm -hmm. I just found it. Mm -hmm. You guys remember? Giuseppe Gonzalez. Yes, that was a great name, Giuseppe Gonzalez. Damn. And it's a great drink. Thank you, Giuseppe, yeah. for your service. Trinidad Sour was probably my the biggest the drink that I was like remember the most and like tell people like you'll Yeah, you'll especially because we remember we picked that drink because we were like, we've done some like very fun drinks all in a row, and this IBA has some no-name drinks on it. So let's just do a boring drink this week. Mm-hmm. We picked it randomly. And then it wasn't until like we were buying the ingredients that morning that we're like, "What the yeah, fuck that's a lot is of bitters going here. on here?" Mm-hmm. I was going to say we should take a minute and revisit our favorite drinks, but we did that for Tuxedo Number Fifty. Yeah, ah, uh, yes. We don't like, have to do it. We've been doing it all throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. What a great year! I, mm-hmm. I'm looking. You know, what I'm looking forward to this year is uh, getting back into that holiday season. Drinks. Oh, those are fun. Those, yeah. That's a fun uh, time for you, drinking. You know what I'd like to tackle this holiday season? It's not a wintry drink, but I had my first one at Christmas. My sister made me one. Pim's Cup. Oh. So I, I associate that as a winter, as a uh, holiday uh, thing. I think of that as a springtime drink because it's... Got uh, vegetables in it. It's got yeah, like it's, cucumber in and it and it's stuff, ref- right? It's a refreshing... It's almost gin and tonic-esque. Um, Santa sarsaparillas are usually good around the holidays. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Mm. But, um, you know what I'm sitting on is I, I bought a... Uh, a bottle of uh, last Christmas, 
Last Christmas. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I fucking knew it. Yeah, ice cube in his mouth. <laughs> Last Christmas. I, wait, I was laying back and I just sit up with an ice cube in my mouth. I got to get on this opportunity. <laughs> to get that fucking dunk in. <laughs> um, you know how you bought, we talked a lot about those gift packs that they sell mm-hmm. around Christmas. I love those. You know, it's like a bottle of Jack Daniels with two little Jack Daniels shot glasses. Bane? Mm-hmm. Bane's back. Especially effective if you say it into a glass. Well, last Christmas I was at Walmart and I bought a bottle of rum chata. Uh-huh. And it came with a little, because it was one of those packs, it had two little like variations of rum chata in nip form. Mm. One was lemon rum chata and the other one was peppermint. But I didn't buy the gift pack until it was on sale after Christmas. Smart oh. man. And it was very cheap. <laughs> but then I held on to it because I was like, the, the little nip of peppermint. I'm like, I'm not going to drink this. It's not Christmas. Mm. So when this Christmas comes, I'm going to finally drink that nip. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, Tim, thanks for sharing that with Christmas, Christmas morning, morning. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. You're going to uh, wrap it for yourself, put it on the tree. Hey, that's mm-hmm. a good life hack for all you slop heads out there. You go to the grocery store, you go to, you know, whatever's. Sam's Club, Costco, Walmart, yeah. Target. They got all those things out where you get a nice bottle of Crown Royal or Bacardi yeah. or whatever. Get yourself some get yourself some nice glassware. You buy up you buy up a couple pallets of the things, find a cheap storage place, store it all year. Sell December, it. you unlock that thing, you Flip sell it. it. That's For a profit. profit. See this beautiful rocks glass I'm drinking out of? Mm-hmm. On the bottom, it says uh, Crevassier. It was a free giveaway that came with my bottle Dude, of cognac. My ah. favorite my favorite rocks glasses, I have two of them, is uh, uh, Alan McLeod, friend of the pod. Right. Gave both you well, and a friend I. Friend of us in real life. Sure. Hasn't been on the pod. Oh, he has. He, he helped me find the Bud Light tie-dye pack continue okay we'll get in we'll get it into the whole like do you have to be on the pod to be a friend of the pod etc he influenced booze news he's a friend of the pod gotcha gotcha well uh he, he got us two gift packs of i want to say like gentleman jack it was jack daniels honey is that what you're talking about yeah yeah it I came with some uh shot glasses yeah not shot glasses they were like rocks glasses with a thick Ew. chunker on the bottom like a real heavy butt on these <laughs> well, chunk, i don't remember uh, what the uh, what the um, liquor was then? I think it was Gentleman Jack. Cool. But um, you left town, and I said, well, I'm going to take this set of glasses. <laughs> I want that back. <laughs> I like that. Th- speaking of thick chunkers, um, last night at 4100, we had some shots. Fran bought us a round of whiskey shots. Yep. And they were and They would have been picklebacks, but they didn't have pickle juice. Anyway, Tim they, continued. And they didn't have I just don't want to get fireball. angry emails. They did not have they fireball. No, they had no fireball? Fuck. What were we doing there? I don't know. But it was a normal ounce and a half shot, but it was in one of those shot glasses that's like very heavy on the bottom. Yeah. Mm. And even though that's a little bit of false advertising, I did enjoy holding up that big heavy shot glass. Kaboom. Yeah. It's, it's like shallow, but it's wider, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. And then um, those are the ones that break your fucking teeth if you do them in a. Uh, you shouldn't be in, a, in an Irish shot, or <laughs> no, 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 in a uh, oh. when you put them in a bomb shot, or, 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 or oh uh, yeah, yeah, you have to put <laughs> the top lip down, yeah. over the teeth for yeah. protection. That was yeah. a fun one. I, I think uh, the probably the most fun one for you me the, was the. Uh, you want the fleshy bumper? Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> fleshy bumper. Yeah. The um, uh, uh, we lit the one on fire. Uh, the pep, uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper. Flaming shot. Dr. Pepper. Flaming that was great. But there's got to be more fiery. Fire drinks. I think we should go into like that. Uh, was that the episode where we went in and we looked at like somebody found like the squished frog and like really oh, weird ones? Yeah. We should find some more weirdos. Um, 
Uh, fiery, you know, sometimes they'll turn like the lime upside down and light it on fire. Like at El Compadre, their house margarita has like a a sugar cube with some 151. They oh, light yeah. it on fire and it's floating in your drink. Yeah, shit. Didn't didn't Jessica get some crazy thing with like a burnt lime or Mike? Yeah. Or, like we when we in went Hawaii. to Hawaii, there there was like. We saw just an incredible array of drinks, first of all, in Hawaii. Yeah, and and that place, uh, Skull and Crown, lit yeah. something on fire. But I never know when you're supposed to like blow that flame out because you can't drink your drink with a hot flame in your face. <laughs> but one time at the uh, the Tonga Hut, mm. I got a, a zombie bowl, and then they handed it to me with the little thing lit on fire in the middle of the bowl, and I was like, "Thank you," and blew it out right away. And the bartender got sad <laughs> because, <laughs> like, she had, you know put a lot of work into lighting that thing, and I was like, one second later, like, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Damn. She turned to me. She said, "You bitch." <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, Ooh. where you can get the Sloppy Boys blowout. And and big ups to the patrons who have been on there for all year. We're hoping you're having some fun over there. We're oh, having yeah. fun. And we, don't, you we, like, don't, we don't love a fair weather patron. Sorry no, to know. don't be a, a fucking poser. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this week, to celebrate the one-year anniversary, we fucking sabered champagne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tune into that one. Yeah. That was a, that's we do a, not need stitches. <laughs> that's a great find. Um, and we love all the Patrons. It's a great find like that episode. Ooh, that's a good one. If you can find it, that's a good one. <laughs> if we can track that down, uh, you got to know somebody. Oh, and questions for Lennon this month, we got Mookie B. Oh, little Mookie B. Little Mookie B. <laughs> but we love all the Patrons, even the tip jar. No, we don't. Not no, the tip not jar. the tip jar. Not the tip not jar. The tip jar. No, fuck them. Uh, all the other ones, we do love them, though. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to hear that little Mookie B, Mike. Me too. Oh boy. I gotta listen to that. <laughs> and, I, I, and I bet people listening at home are too. Yeah, I bet they can't wait to crack up. It's been a long time since they completely cracked up. Yeah, it's time to get silly. <laughs> hey, people on uh, people have told us that that's, that's a kid from Lizzie McGuire. That's not just some rando. The crack up kid. The crack up kid. That was on Patreon we discussed this, right? Main pod listeners, go to YouTube and watch Crack Up Kid. Is that what it's called? They'll find it. Yeah, one of the patrons brought that to our attention, right? It's it's the Osmosis Jones movie premiere. It's funny. You're going to laugh. Yeah. You have to laugh in life. Otherwise, you'll get down about what's going on. I mean, Trump's in the White House, I think. Mm. Or was? Yeah, Tim, I think you hit the rewind button for a little too long. <laughs> yeah, a little too much looking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's time we should all be looking to the future. <laughs> uh, back to the Future, Universal Pictures, 1985. Correct. Dr. Tan? <laughs> Dr. Brown. Now, why did you change it to Tan? I don't know. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> it's because I have these Russian roots, and I think everything is so funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Folks, try a Russian root. Seriously, order it at a bar with a straight face. Record your interactions with the bartenders, mm-hmm. and we'll play them. Yeah. I promise. Why not? Goodbye, folks. Later. See you next year. Here's to, uh, well, no, not see you next year. Listen, we'll see you throughout the year and including yes. next year. Yeah. Right. Each week of the year. I, I probably won't come back for until next year. That's fine. You won't come back as like the founder of a drink or as a host of the pod? Host. Oh, my God. We already booked someone else. To <laughs> Eva Anderson, welcome to the pod. <laughs> now, here's how you make a drink. <laughs> goodbye, folks. Oh, yeah, for the second time. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Peace out. Yeah.